Marc Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt of the Draft Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go, Rangers. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Thursday, February the 8th. My name is Jim, and as always, I am joined on the other side of the window by the one and only, often imitated, and I do mean often, never, (laughs) ever, ever duplicated, Edward G. Geik. Eddie, good evening, sir. How about those New York Rangers, baby? How about you? How about you? How about you? In the words of the immortal, late, great Toby Keith, how do you like me now? I like now. I thought that was another song. Yes. The great, late uh, Toby Keith. To you Toby Keith fans, my condolences. (laughs) Uh, I'm doing good, Jim. Uh, I think the biggest question is, how are you doing? You're on the other side of the glass as well. Doing well. Doing well. It is Thursday. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Me and Millie are headed down to South Carolina tomorrow to visit Avery for the weekend. Oh, nice. Less than 24 hours from now, I'll be parked on my favorite bar stool in South Carolina. I have a favorite bar stool everywhere Millie and I, I know, go. I was going to say, I, you like <laughs> to uh, imbibe the libations. We do. Alcoholic libations. sitting on one of my favorite bar stools here in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Cool. <clears throat> Millie said... <clears throat> I feel like a fireball shot. You want to do a shot of fireball? Sure. What the hell? Load them up. Oh, yeah. I'm not opposed to shots. Next thing you know, we're doing fireball. The guy across from us is doing fireball. The guy next to us is doing fireball. He's talking about, he's talking about, everybody was from Jersey. This guy next to us is talking about clubs that he got laid in the parking lot on. What a, what a, what a night. Yep. What a night. Well, uh, it's going to be a, a great night in South Carolina. Uh, looks like uh, Millie is reporting that Donald Trump is going to be there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to, that is not why we're going, by the way. Okay. Uh, we're going to see Avery, not Donald Trump. All right. All right. Well, I hope you have a good time. I will have to say that uh, 
Margaret started the show winning is everything. Or it's just, whining is everything a lot with a lot of Ranger fans as well. You would <laughs> never know. <laughs> you would never know that this team is second best in the conference. Just behind the Boston Bruins. Well, not just behind. They've got they have four points behind with a, ga with a, a game. Uh, Boston has a game in hand, but. Six points. Uh, what are they? Uh, what are they? Six, six points in front of the Hurricanes. The Flyers now have uh, have nine points. So I mean, you know, they, that's right. Even though yeah. we we beaten them a couple, two, three times. Yeah, uh, but ah, Mika stinks. It never ends. It's always a Ranger crisis and the Ranger fans. This right. Is, no crisis here tonight. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway, then there the, the the faithful of the blue shirt underground who would enter this critical think, thinking hangar every week. You guys are the exception. I don't see any whiners in here. I mean, we do have expectations of certain players. We voice those expectations. And uh, you know, we discuss amongst ourselves. This is the this is the home of the pragmatic Ranger fan. Right. There's no hyster well, I can't say that. I was gonna moderate say hysterics. Moderate hysterics. Sometimes on the sometimes in the case of the hosts, the hosts have been known to get moderately uh, hysterical over things. I, I certainly have joined that uh, that's passion, but we're also pragmatic, we're realistic. Oh yeah. And we're truth tellers. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Stryker. It's not like well, you know, again, we mentioned this on the uh Post game the other night for the, uh, the Patreon members only. By the way, subscribe to Patreon. Yeah, uh, you'll get me as an occasional guest on the post game. He occasionally sits in with the band. Yeah, and we jammed it out. Um, <laughs> be, 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 be. I had a point to make and I've completely lost it. Uh, something about truth challenge. Oh yeah. As you said the other night on the post-game recap, take it away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, as I said, uh, at the end of the game uh, uh, against the Avalanche, when uh, Alexei Lafreniere, uh, Lafreniere, I don't even know. Lafreniere, I think it is. Jason Lafreniere. Yes, that's him. Um he scored a, 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 I mean, a, just a, Timely overtime goal. Um, the Avalanche are no slouches. Oh, I think they're very offensive-minded. I don't – yeah, they'll probably win the Stanley Cup after this prediction, but I, I don't – unless they make some deals to shore them up defensively, I don't think they're built as a playoff team. But they get that big horse, Nathan McKin McKinnon and Moose, Miko Rantanen. So – and Alexander Georgiev. But we'll get to him in a second because we got it to the post game. But anyway, <laughs> during the during the after Lafreniere scored, and listen, I applause, full applause. I'm giving you a standing ovation. Thank you for sending me home to do a post game because I was so stoked after the game. Let's take a look at that goal. You want to take a look at that goal, real quick? Take a look at him, and I'll get to my point. Let's take a look at that goal. Take it away, Alexei. They got it to Lafreniere. Down to Zabanejad. Drops it off, Lafreniere. Cuts in. Shoots. Absolute beauty. Beautiful goal. 
set up by Mika Zabinajad. And just uh, look how he cuts, cuts the middle. Why don't we see this more five-on-five five with this guy? I guess there's not enough room. There would be a defenseman there. Right. Five. Uh, so immediately during the three stars of the game, I think Jim was already exiting down to his, his lair to do the – so he could host <laughs> me on the post game. I was headed for the for the uh, for the FDR drive like Phil Rizzuto. Right, you're right. <laughs> and Micheletti says he's just brought his game to a next level. The next level. And I'm saying, yes, I'm ecstatic that he scored jumping Joe. <laughs> but are you looking at the same statistics? I'm this guy has an incredible amount of chances. Look at his shots on goal. He's got like 150 shots on net. I mean, this guy's got to score more. Again, I'm happy, but I'm not happy. Spencer Gold, who is one of the all-time greats, viewing party extraordinaire attendee, made one of the great comments last night in our game thread and said, if Alexei Lafreniere scored on half of his scoring chances, we would be calling him the greatest Rangers draft pick of all time. And that's so true. It is true. It's so true. How many times you see Alexei Lafreniere, he's got the puck, he's got an open net, he's got a perfect shot. <clears throat> shot wide. Missed the net. Oh, what a save by, by whoever. Uh, Elvis Merkelins or <laughs> Mer Merkelins. Oh, what a save by Chris Terreri. Oh, Bob Sobey <laughs> coming out of nowhere on that one, Joe. I know. It, it's amazing. This guy only has 13 goals. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I... But look, I, 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 can't, I can't take that line to task. Because it's the only line that's getting anything done most nights. Yeah, I, just, I know. I, just I mean, we got some grievances. Let's face it. I, I don't want to sound like whiners. We hop on Lafreniere. I'm really. It's more about Joe Micheletti. <laughs> when we talked about the truth telling, the guy's got 13 goals. How many does How many does VC have now? I, I don't. Uh, uh last night. Uh, hang on. Uh. 11 11 yes the empty netter gave him 11 on the on the year look i i don't know if uh i don't know how i don't know how many of you read phil mushnick in the in the new york post for me he is a must he's, read wait, wait, I don't know, that guy is still around phil mushnick has been around 97 years alexander hamilton founded the new york post in like 1803 and then immediately hired phil mushnick i i love his column because he calls out the hypocrisy. He calls out the media. I know a lot of people don't like him. I don't give a fuck. But Joe, uh, Phil Mushnick is a, a, one of the phrases he uses often about announcing in the media, and not just hockey. He talks about it in football. He talks about the announcers, believe what I tell you, not what you see. And Joe Micheletti is at the top of that list. Believe what I tell you, not what you see. We know better. This group knows better. The 278 people watching live on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook, you know better. The millions that will listen to this podcast program tomorrow around the world. 
and on Mars and on the International Space Station, you know better. You know better. You watch the games. You see what Eddie and I see. You see it. You know it. You know you you don't fall for this snake oil salesman in a cheap suit. Yeah. Believe what I tell you, not what you see. You guys know better. I, he is a Mushnick is a crusty old bastard, but I love him. I love his column. It's a must read for me. I don't agree with everything he says, but I, I agree with a lot of what he says. You get the paper still? Nah, I read the New York Post. God. I can't tell you the last time I bought a newspaper. Couldn't tell you. I'm still compelled when I go to the store or the convenience store <laughs> to turn over the back page and see what's on the back page, though. That's like a habit. It's never going to die with me. <laughs> I miss it sometimes on Sunday mornings. Like if we do breakfast here, we do like a bagel breakfast. And I, I miss I miss that that act of sitting with a newspaper. Yeah, and, that, that you, know, you got your bagels in front of you and your coffee or whatever you drink. And the newspapers in front of you, and you just, you know, and you just slowly go through the sport. What, what's up with the Giants? What's up with the Mets? You know, what is, what is, what is, uh, you know, whoever, what's, you know, what's Lupica, back when I read Mike Lupica before he turned into a moron, you know, what's Mike Lupica got to say this week? It was, a, it was an event. It was a hat, you know, it was a, you gathered around the Sunday, the whole Sunday, Sunday breakfast thing. table. Everybody got their section of the paper. Mom got Parade Magazine. You know, the kids got the funnies. Dad got the sports. And everybody read the paper. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you, man. So I have a concern about. Anyway. <laughs> I have a concern about the viewing party. Before uh -oh. we get into the range of stuff. Are we canceling? We're not, no, canceling. We're not canceling. No. Oh, all right. Cause I have, I'll tell I, you how much I love this, this viewing party. I have a little, I have a little uh, unboxing to do for the before we got when we got around to the viewing party. So I'm glad you got right to it. Well, good. Uh, well, I'm going to be doing double duty that night because, uh, in a maniacal move, I was asked to do an idiot box show that night. Oh, so but we don't go on till ten o'clock, so I should be back home. So hopefully I can freaking. So as soon as the game is over, those of you at the viewing party, you will watch Eddie make a beeline for the door. Chris will be driving them back to Lake Ronkonkoma. Well, Eddie will nap the entire trip. Yeah. <laughs> We've already planned that out. Okay. So here's my concern. Not that. The day after my birthday, having a heart attack on stage after doing a fucking marathon. What a way to go. What a, a way to go. Party, idiot box. Flatline. <laughs> 59. I hardly knew you. He had a good run. Had a good run. Okay, here's my good son. I have several friends coming. Ranger fans, diehard Ranger fans. Because of technical uh, reasons, because my friend Jeff is not internet savvy, he has never seen this show. So he has does not know what our viewers and our listeners on the podcasts. Oh. I, 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 I soften. I go, listen, this is going to be an R to X-rated gag. I, I, I have to be, anybody that tells me they're coming to their first viewing party, I almost envy them because it's such an experience. The first time, it's like going to Disney World. It's, it's like going to Disney World, but everybody's backwards, as they used to say. But here's my concern. Not that it's going to be too raunchy or that or anything like that. 
I feel like since you haven't been exposed, and whether you're watching our show, Rock, uh, Rock and Sean's show, uh, the, the, the Blue Truth show, we're very critical of all the players. I, I mean, I don't think there's any player that on this team that hasn't been under the radar. Right. You there, know, is a lot have, of, there is a lot of heckling, but it's out yeah, of love. Uh, yeah, but I'm a little worried. <laughs> that they might be like, why the hell are they? <laughs> are they sure they're Ranger fans? Why the hell is Costa yelling at Jacob Truba? He's our beloved captain. Or... Shesterkin. Why are people calling him Shesterkin? Like, <laughs> why do they hate Sam? Yeah, why do they hate our announcers? But they got to get the baptism by fire. That's yeah. how it has to happen. Right. You know, we're gonna prick your finger. We're gonna we're gonna rub your hands together over the fire. You're gonna no. say a prayer. Once you're in this family, there's no getting out. No, my my friend is not a ranger simp, Costa. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like his only source for Ranger information is Sam. Oh, that's sad. And Joe and me. That's incredibly sad. When I see him at a Christmas party, I then all our views, I can kind of catch him up. He laughs. He's, he's, he's a good egg, this guy. Uh, now, his wife might be, you know, let loose a couple oh my gods, but hey, listen, if you gotta come to the show, you gotta come to the viewing party, you gotta pay the price. You gotta get you ha you're either in or you're out. Right. And I think these people will be in once they get used to how everybody is gonna get crucified on the Rangers if they make a mistake. It's, it's just fun. It's all out of look at the end of the day, we are all there because we want to see our team win. And no matter what gets said. We could say it, but don't you dare fucking say it if you're not one of us. You That's know what I right. mean? It's like what we say, it, you know, it's all right if we say it, but God forbid some Islander fan says what we say. Then we'll then we we band together. We defend our own. Right, right. We take care of our own. Now, on the subject of the viewing party, for those of you that haven't heard, because we, we haven't announced we we did announce, we did announce we are giving away an authentic jersey. However, there has been a slight change in the program. We are going to give away, and it has already. It's it's ready to go, an Adam Fox Stadium Series authentic jersey. Whoa! Danielle Stewart was nice enough to pick that up for us the other night. We will be raffling off an uh, Adam Fox Stadium Series jersey. We were one of the first ones to get them. Somebody's going home with one. These things are already selling like hotcakes from what I've seen from the pictures. A lot of fish nagels. Hey, Who Victor Cruz that? has one. You want to be like Victor Cruz? Hey, Victor oh, God, Cruz. I don't, I don't want to hear that name. He had one before anybody could buy one. Yeah, I, I know. Is it the game modeling it off? And look what just showed up. Eddie, I, I didn't even tell you about it. I found these the other day. Look at this. We're going to give a couple of these away. Hold the on. Blanket? I'm going to have to stand up. I'm going to have to pull an Eddie here and stand up. Look at this. Thing. Oh, 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 look at this. Oh, that's nice. Eh? That's pretty good. What? How do I... Uh, is there room for me to put 2024 in there? Oh, there's always room for another... We could just write it on with a Sharpie if we got it. <laughs> Look at that, huh? I got, I got two of these. Oh, two of these to give away. We what, got a couple what's other the things. thickness on those things? Uh, it's it's just... It's like a... It's a flag. It's not okay, like... Okay. It's not like those felt... It's a flag, which wasn't what I was expecting it to be, but that's okay. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with it. Oh, no. Okay, gonna, I see it. Okay. A couple of people are going to 
going to go home with these, and it's pretty nice. So, so right. uh, yeah, we got a couple of these to give away. I got a, a Rangers trivia book we're going to give away. We got the jersey. That jersey, I can't wait to take a look at it in person. See it live, right? People are saying that live it looks really, really good. That whole subway model thing did not do it for me. I could tell you that much. Yeah, it's very unconventional. Maybe that's part of the problem. What's up, Brett? Brett Anderson also traveling a long distance to come to this viewing party. Dr. B is coming all the way from the Philippines and has scheduled rescheduled a surgery so it doesn't take place to interfere with the viewing party. That that is a man. How many how many, how many people we have in this chat room that used to watch uh, or, or or still watch maybe? Did you, did you used to watch WWF wrestling? WWF, I'm talking back in the yeah, day when you used to do a garden card. Every, a Gorilla Monsoon would come on and say, it's a happening. Well, these viewing parties, it's a happening. A lot of people are reporting that it looks better in real life than the fake live photos. I have seen a few social media pictures of some people I know that were able to purchase one at the garden, modeling their jersey, and... They do look better on a real Ranger fan as opposed to some model that they're just trying to cater to a certain demographic. And I'll leave it at that. I think the colors probably pop a lot more too. I, I do like the white. And, and you know, I kind of, th- I after I started to give some thought, some real thought to this jersey, instead of my initial, oh God, this is terrible. The big letters, I get that, you know, they're going to be in MetLife Stadium wearing these. So they're going to be, it's going to be long, far away camera angles. You want to be able to see the NYR on the jersey, which is probably some of the thinking that went into that. Just like the way the last Winter Classic jersey had the big Rangers down the front. So you could see it on TV. I get it. By the way, NHL, nice job with the Blackhawks and Blues in the next Winter Classic. God, I just can't get enough Blackhawks hockey outdoors. Why don't they just move that fucking team to Soldier Field and be done with it? Well, which Soldier Field are getting rid of? <laughs> they're like they're playing at Wrigley next year. But, I mean, haven't we seen enough of the Blackhawks on the Winter Classic? And they are know. terrible. I know. I mean, again, the Blackhawks. Thank you. Maybe they want to uh, showcase the Connor Bedard. I don't Maybe know. he's not hurt. I think he's back. Good for him. We'll see. I guess we'll uh, see him tomorrow night. I see a rock is here. Rock, <laughs> are you back from the hospital? Rock was not. He had some back issues, back surgery. Rock has been placed on long-term injured reserve. Him and Filipino are uh, <laughs> sharing a room. We've saved Rock's cap space, and Sean Stein is trying to sign a replacement to well, take his spot on the roster. Uh Listen, that, I hope you feel better, man. Man, I yes. felt that, that back issues are the worst, and just uh, just you describing it, I got fucking pain. I heard the I heard Comiskey Park is going the way to the way of the dodo. The White Sox might be getting a new stadium. I read that not too. Oh, long. really? That's what I heard. It ain't that bad? I've seen worse. <laughs> I really that veteran stadium with a, a veteran stadium where the Phillies played way back when. Oh, that was a horrible place. That was a sewer. Horrible. Horrible. It's horrible place. He's still... He, he's, oh, he's, he's still in the hospital. And he's he joined us. I and feel he's so. watching the show. I love it. Oh, well, I'm he's getting his sponge. He's getting his sponge bath. He's getting his temperature taken, you know, the old-fashioned way. Oh, and he's watching on. us. Oh, no, nice. 
Nice. Beth, what are you, Costanza? <laughs> All right. I find my son treating his body like an amusement park. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, where were we? We were uh, we're talking about the Rangers. Oh, yeah, that's right. So the viewing party, uh, it's going to be a be lot a of fun. It's going to be a happening, like Jim yeah. and uh, Gorilla Monsoon said. It's going to be a super, super duper, Braden Looper, uh, happening. Rangers are playing the Flyers. Flyers. And Afternoon game, three o'clock. Get yourself into the city early. We'll have fun. We'll mix it up. Going to be a lot of people there we haven't seen in a while. Going to be some people there we've never met. A lot of people flying in. There's also a side uh, over-under bet. Who will lose their cool first, Costa or John Tortorella? (laughs) That's a prop bet. It's a prop bet. Prop bet. Okay, let's get back to the Rangers. After the break, we're facing two... Let's put it. These are the top echelon teams. These are teams that are supposed to be uh, battlers in the playoffs. Right. Uh, they played the Avalanche. Uh, how annoying. We talked about this a little on the post game. It was Alexander Georgiev become. I am. Fuck. He annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, like like I said the other night. You know, it was partly that 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 little celebration he did when he beat the Rangers. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, the way he went out and he always seemed to be a bit of a malcontent, right? You know, he's just, he's just now one of those guys that, you know, I, I typically, once you're not a Ranger, I, I, I honestly usually don't give you much thought. We might talk about him once in a while, joke about him, but I don't, I, 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 I'm not one of these people that, oh, I'll always root for this guy. No, I'm not one of those. Once you're once you're out, I don't care about you for the most part. But Alexander Georgiev is one of those guys that now I just uh, I, and I he played pretty well against game. us too. I didn't think we were gonna, you know, break the great wall of wall of Georgiev there uh, for a bit. And uh, oh, Joe, the great Nathan McKinnon. Hey, listen, they were all they were promoting Nathan. Listen, he deserves promotion. That guy is fantastic. And, and oh, is that your game? Not for nothing. What's with the hair, dude? Oh, you listen, don't like share. Come on, listen. He looks like Chris Jonner. <laughs> oh, Chris Jonner's way better looking than he is. Oh, yes, definitely. He's a hot commodity, Chris. Cut your hair, share. Look at his save percentage. This is like uh this is like Igorville. Eight nine nine. He's got twenty seven wins and he's in an eight nine nine save. Well, wow. that, tells you, that tells you something about the rest of the team. I mean, they, yeah. they score they, uh, the way they could score. Their defensemen are offensive threats. I think the first two lines are really good. It's enough with the hair, Caitlin. Georgie girl. <laughs> the hey, that's Georgie girl. girl. <laughs> very good. Very good. Oh, man. Get a haircut. Yeah. Patty Duke will be at the view. Can't wait. Patty Duke is one of those people that's just a lot of fun to hang out with. Yeah, I I wonder if uh <laughs> and not just because she gave me this. Ah. <laughs> Patty Duke's just fun. Yeah, she hangs out and observes. Right. Which is good. You need a couple of those people. 
So, uh, Georgie girl, uh, what else we said? Uh, did he? He said, "Dude, the head." Did he just find God or something? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you know, and we didn't we didn't mention it, but right before the All Star break, the Rangers did blow out the Ottawa Senators with a five goal second period, beating them seven to two up up there in Ottawa. Oh, yeah. But that was a game. I, I I said this to Eddie the other night. The Colorado game was a feel good win. The Ottawa game was more of an exhale. It was like, oh, thank God we didn't fucking lose to Ottawa. <laughs> but the Colorado, right. the Colorado win and the win last night, those were feel-good wins. Last night was as anxiety-ridden ridden, uh, a regular season game as, as I'll ever get. I mean, I was sweating that one out. Oh, you were? Oh, yeah. When when VZ scores that second – scored that, his second goal last night, the empty netter, the Dubinsky. The Dubinsky special. I was, <laughs> I was so excited. I was so happy for them. I I don't know. I, I maybe I just. Dubinsky. We've got to talk about. Well, let me just go back to the Otto game. That Otto game was Olsko. 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 What am oh. I, Popeye? Olsko. <laughs> oh. <laughs> was also. Oh, this is embarrassing. Was embarrassing saying. Let's go. Uh, Rangers fell behind two two nothing in that Ottawa game too. Oh, wasn't that, that the, the Connor Mackey? That was the Connor Mackey coming oh, out party. My God, I never seen such as Connor Mackey goes. So go the Rangers. I never seen. Oh, he should play instead of this guy. He should play instead. The guy played one game. He's a career like. He's it was played on any other. He's played on like three NHL know, teams. The fans got a little crazy about it, but it was one of those folklore games. He has he has now entered the 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 lexicon of like Mackenzie Skapsky. Yes, you know where we may never see Connor Mackey again, but ten years from now, the 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 diehard Ranger fan, if you say to them, "Do you remember the Connor Mackey game?" and they'll go, "Oh yeah, he fought Kachuk." Turned around that whole game. Rangers beat Ottawa. You know, it was great. And then we never saw him again. Right. <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. Uh, yeah. I mean, this guy is, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it was great. Uh, I won't say it again, but he accorded himself so good in that fight. I mean, he, he stood up to Brady Kachuk. I mean, did he win the fight? No, but. He did what he was supposed to do. You know, lost in the decision, I would say. You know, Rocky Apollo Creed, first first fight. You know, that type of thing. Right. I mean, Rest you know. Rest in peace, Apollo Creed. Yes. Carl Weathers. So, uh, I, uh, I uh, definitely... Oh, sorry. So, I uh, definitely... Uh, you know, but I think people got too crazy in the head of themselves with the whole Connor Mackey fever that was sweeping the nation. Well, you know, you know how fans get. Linsanity. Linsanity, yeah. Linsanity. <laughs> like eight minutes of hockey. This guy won everybody over. Seven seven different goal scorers in that game, including Zach Jones. Everybody got one on that one. Including Johnny Broadway Brodzinski, who also scored last night. Yeah, I, I liked what I saw last night. Capo Caco had a goal against And Otto. you know it was you know it was bad then. 
Well, he he got the meaningless. He got the Rick Nash in that game. Uh, the Rick Nash special. But you know, I was just like, I'm just glad because if they would have lost to Ottawa, oh man, we would have been really down in the doldrums. They lose to Ottawa, they probably don't beat Colorado or Tampa, right? They probably come out of the all-star break just listless, dying. I mean, right. yeah, we're playing funeral music. We got Willie Nelson warming up behind me. Already. <laughs> we're not even done with this season yet um so i guess going into the colorado game uh, coming out of the all-star break uh laviolette is all about well you know chest uh, is played in the all-star game so we're going to start jonathan quick now i have to say i've been on a roller coaster with jonathan quick me personally, as it's well documented on this show, I don't think anybody, and I mean anybody, in this chat room, in this world, thought that Jonathan Quick was going to be anything but mediocre as a New York Ranger. He was a game filler to give Shesterkin a rest. That a was place, it. A placeholder, as they a say. A placeholder. Very good. So I was a little shocked. I mean, you know, I mean, Colorado. Uh, I wasn't. I always want to put my best feet forward against a top team. But Laviolette decides to sh to play quick, and I think Quick stopped thirty shots or something. He was he was, he was really good. Quick also had a a very good career record against Colorado. If if I remember correctly, I'm and I'm actually looking it up now. Uh, yeah, he was 21 and 8 lifetime against Colorado with a 916-226. Now, I don't know how much that went into the decision or just getting Igor's head screwed on straight, but they did mention on the broadcast that Quick had a had a very good record against against uh Colorado. Oh, wow. I'm the Sergachev. I knew he broke something. He was, was he was We'll get into that, but he that was, was crying in pain. Um, so the coach spoke about this, and I, I, I'm sure we'll cover it more. But the coach said this was all by design. That the grand design, Mo. If you ever watched Wise Guys, which I can't get anybody to watch that movie, it's fucking funny. But once I start telling people who's in it, they don't want to watch it. I go, Lou Albano. I don't want to watch that. All right, anyway. So, apparently, he starts against Colorado. He plays really well. I thought he, he just, he covers that bottom of the net. Like, I don't think there's anything ever going to go in on the bottom. He's just all over it. And, uh. He also, I've, I believe, didn't he assist on a goal in that game? He assisted on the third, on the uh, on the, the the game winner. Excuse the game me. winner, right? He assisted on Lafreniere's goal. Right. He, he, he threw out the fuck out as a yeah. guy. And he even mentioned, I heard him on the, the show <laughs> the other night, that he was like, oh, shit. Basically, he, did, he was taking a risk, and he knew it. And it led to a goal, and the Rangers win. He's played very well. Um, 
to say the least. And it just, that's all you need. You just got to play well and be there when they get those big time chances. And, you know, the Rangers, again, I keep saying this and I beat into the ground. They don't give up a lot of shots on net. No matter how bad you think every defenseman is on this team, as a team, they do not give up a lot of shots on net. So to have a goalie there backstopping and stopping what he should, it's been this guy has been incredible fine. Because I I was up on him that well, I was down on him, then I was up on him, then I was like, ah, this guy's we run its course with him. And then he's proven me wrong again. So 31 shots on goal against Ottawa, 33 against the Avalanche and the Lightning. Only had 18 shots on goal last night. 18. I know. Which was, I mean, that was, a, I mean, to me, that that game last night was very well played at both ends of the ice. I mean, there were, it, it was a down hockey, but not a lot of shots on goal. At one point, I think the two teams had combined for like 12 shots on goal. And that was midway through the second period. That was, uh, you know, both teams did not give each other a lot of room out there. And, you know, you know, Tampa's been good for, you know, six or seven years now. And, you know, I think even Laviolette said that, that this team knows how to play no matter who they got in the lineup. Well coached. Well coached, yeah. Love them or hate them, they are well coached. Yep. I'm going to give you – you want to hear an insane Jonathan Quick statistic? Sure. All right, let me look at the – let me just make sure I'm – let me just double-check the – Ron right, he just came in with one. I have double-checked this stat. 7-0-1 in the last eight games against Tampa. That is impressive. Wow. Jonathan up. Quick – in his career, only has a losing record against one team. And it's very oddly, like, lopsided losing record. The New York Islanders. And it's also the team, it is the only team in the league that he has a, a, a lifetime save percentage under 900 against. And it is the only team in the NHL that he has a lifetime goals against over 275, and that is the Nashville Predators. He wow. is 6 14 and 3 against the Nashville Predators with an 894 save percentage and a 282 goals against. That's that's we that's really strange. I mean, if you hmm. look at like you know, you look at the fact that he's he's 21 and 8 against the Colorado Avalanche, he's 19 and 8 against the Columbus Blue Jackets, he's 17 and 11 against the Wild. He's 17, or excuse me, he's 20 and 15 against the Sharks. And I know the Sharks haven't been very good. And I have to correct myself. There is one other team. I just found it. It's The list is split. The St. Louis Blues are the only other team he has a losing record against. But his numbers are against the Blues are good, aside from his win-loss record. So it's strange. Still, only two teams out of 30, 31 other teams that he has a losing record against. Wow. He's 14 and 16 against the Blues, but the Nashville Predators, he's 6 and 14. That's so weird. And with wow. the high with the high goals against and low low save percentage. It's not like Nashville's ever, you know, it's not like they've always been loaded with a lot of scores, you know what no, I mean? They've been muckers and 
you know, they've always been a, they're a Laviolette team, you know, they're a team that right. preaches defense first and, you know, not big scoring. They've had some guys, but weird. Weird, wild stuff. Against the Rangers, he is 7-6 in one lifetime with a 907 save percentage. God willing, he will never face the Rangers again. I don't think so. And uh, he might go into the Hall of Fame, a Ranger at this point. <laughs> and you know what's a real plus with this guy? And I've heard it from several players I see being interviewed after the game, before the game. He's becoming a leader. Yeah. I think it was Barkley Goodrow. Please do not chat all over Barkley Goodrow that I mentioned his name. Again, we can do this, but nobody else can. Barkley Goodrow is a saint if an Islander fan comes up to you. and John Cooper had high praise for him, that's for sure. They mentioned it during the broadcast last oh. night. John Cooper had very high praise. He said the score sheet does not matter when it comes to a guy like Barclay Goodrow. Well, He's like, he is the man. guy. He's like, if, if I need to put a guy on the ice to protect the lead in the last minute of a game, it's going to be Barclay Goodrow. And where was Barclay Goodrow during the last minute of that game with the Rangers protecting the lead? He was on the ice. He was on okay. the ice. Right. I know a I lot of people know. are frustrated with him, and, and, and I get it. I sympathize. I empathize, sympathize homogenize, dramatize, all of it. But <laughs> do you recognize? I recognize, you know. Uh, um, uh, he Mark, said, I don't yeah. disagree with you. The man the man does collect a high salary, a high portion of the 3. salary. 3.6? What is this? The, the 2010? I mean, come on. You're going to squabble over that? Get out of here. I, I, I'm, I, I, underst uh, I understand uh, I understand where, where the frustration is. He's an intangibles guy. Though. Not your money. Shut up. <laughs> Who cares? It's not your money. Wouldn't you want to get more and then we'd have to have him? Uh, no, it's fine. I, th I thought the, uh, I, by, by the way, uh, just, I, I know we're jumping all over the place, but we always do. The TNT broadcast is, is miles, miles better than an ESPN broadcast. You cannot even compare the two. ESPN to me is like the outdoor life network. It's it's back to verses. I think TNT does a great job. I think their studio is pretty. The show is 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 decent as studio. Yeah, I don't like Bissonette. I'm not a Bissonette fan, but Chelios, Ans, uh, Anson Carter, and the uh, and the host I, I believe is uh, Liam McHugh. Is that his name? Right. Yeah. And uh, Edzo. I know every, not everybody's crazy about Edzo. He's all right. When the Rangers are winning, he's all right. Still one of the best in the business. And he was right. He, I'll tell you what. He was spot on. He said in the first period, he said, Tampa hasn't played in 11 days or however many days it was. And he said, they've come out with a lot of jump. That's to be expected. And he did say, but they are going to hit the wall at some point in this game. You know it's going to happen. And he was right the second period. He was yeah, absolutely 100% right. And they got Henrik in on that part <clears throat> too. Henrik was great as well uh, because was that, was that his daughters there that were sitting with he him? Had his daughters with him. Henrik was great when he was talking about. They asked him what was going on with Igor, and I thought he was. I thought he was pretty candid, and it was interesting what he was saying. He said that he felt like um, years past. You haven't seen a lot of shots go through Igor's body, and no, he said it feels like what I, I guess. I when he said that, I said, 
Okay, I know physically it they're not going through his body. I, he I think like under talking, his arms. Uh... Right, I think he's talking about shots off the shoulder, shots off the off the glove, off the blocker, off the arm, every shot, off the leg. I, I, I that's how I took it. Right, every, I, I think he meant every shot. And and I and I was listening to Hank talk, and I thought, you know, it, he would be he would. I can't imagine he would ever want to do it because I just don't think the guy wants to work every night, and I can't blame him. Neither do I. But he would be great if they ever wanted to replace Micheletti with Hank. I think he would be a fantastic color guy. Even if he did it half the time, let him do it half the time, let Maloney yeah, do it the rest of the I time. I could see that. I don't think Henrik wants that as a full-time gig. I, I don't think he wants to work full-time. The man's made right. billions. I mean, he doesn't want to work. Yeah. And I also thought on the TNT broadcast last night, I think Kenny Albert, who is, for my money, the best in the business when it comes to hockey and football, he's terrific as well. Um, he, he asked Brian Boucher, who is the between the benches guy for TNT. Cause they talked about Igor, um, working with Benoit Lair, you know, while he's on this break hiatus, whatever you want to call it about the type of things they're, they're doing. And Brian Boucher kind of broke down what a goaltender does with his goaltending coach said, they'll go back and look at tape of when Igor is playing well. And then they'll look at tape when he's not playing well, and they'll compare the two and try and figure out how to fix where he's not going. I just thought it was interesting insight that you're not getting on an MSG broadcast and you're not getting on an ESPN broadcast. You're not getting that from John Giano. I don't care how much you like him. You're not getting that from Sam. Why would you like him? I don't know what he does. People love him. People there. There are a lot of people that love Giano. Either they love Giano or they're just kissing his ass because they think he's going to give them something. Do people just like him because he's like a familiar face? Like I don't know. Every Maybe time I just, tune into the Rangers, there I, he is. I don't know. I don't know. He's uh, a nice guy. But I think that TNT broadcast is is really, really good. Yeah. Norm- I, normally, I'm not a Rangers on national TV guy, but mm-hmm. I do like when they're on TNT. I enjoy the broadcast. I really do. I, and Kenny Albert, there's nobody better. There's nobody better. The guy is a human dial tone. <laughs> John dial tone. Max Max Landerman, by the way, met the great John Brancy last night. Yeah, I heard this. I'm so jealous. I don't often get jealous. That's a guy I'd want to meet. John Brancy just seems like a cool guy. Plus, I'd want to hear him sing, you know, something. Baba Shampooie or something like that. Yeah. You know? yeah or like, sing our theme like Robert song. too. Blue shirt underground, motherfuckers. You know that. Yeah, great. H- yeah. Wow. I wonder if he could do a cameo or something for that. <laughs> we'll get the recording. Brancy. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. You, I, you're definitely right with the broadcasts. I, I, I always want a broadcast that treats me like I know. I know about hockey. Like I'm watching the game because I'm a hockey fan. I feel right. like with the MSG broadcast, it's like. It's like they treat us like it's our first time ever watching a game. If, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I could pick, nitpick one thing about the broadcast last night, and this really isn't even their fault because I understand that with the, the, the other guys, and the, by the other guys I mean Eddie Olchek and Brian Boucher, they don't watch every Ranger game, so they don't see everything that goes on. They were just gushing over Johnny Brodzinski last night. Oh, the Rangers might have their answer as their third-line center, and I'm like, dude, don't don't get thrown by this one goal this guy scored tonight. Yeah. Watch the other forty games this guy's played. Right. He could be the depth that they're looking for. Right. I'm like ah, let's not get panicky. In the words of the great Ralph Cramden, 
Giannone is a really nice person. I, I have met I'm him. Sure, and yes, he's I, very I, nice. Nice and, doesn't do it. My Uncle Bob was nice. I don't want him between the benches at Ranger Games either. I mean, the dial tone. That's perfect. it. That's, that's the perfect. perfect analogy. He's a human dial tone. I mean, he, he's got no opinions. He doesn't give me any information. How many people that in one time? don't know what a dial tone is, by the way? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel like the national broadcast, maybe people from Canada are tuning in or something. I don't know. And they, they, they talk about the sport a little bit more inside. I don't know. Well, Ron, speaking of, speaking of Keandre Miller, the other night during the uh, Avalanche game, they show Keandre Miller and Joe Micheletti says, Oh, he's getting better every night, Sam. And I'm like, what? That, and that's what I'm talking about. Believe what I tell you, not what I see. We watch the games. Right. Was He said this after Nathan McKinnon went by Keandre Miller like Keandre Miller was a scarecrow in a field. I mean, Wait a minute. Miller just whiffed at him. Ole. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon just kept going right on going and scored a goal. Yeah. Don't tell me he's getting. I I know what I'm. I know what I'm looking at. I know. Max knows what we're looking at. I'm his biggest fan, and I can admit admit that he's played bad this year. Here's a guy who's supposed to really be in the critical thinking hangar, and he's extolling the the, the wonderful play of the guy who's been stinking the joint up. Tony uh, McKegney got a nice mention on the broadcast the other night. By the way, oh, he did. He did. Yeah. The cutter. Uh, as part of Black History Month, they 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 listed all the the black players that have played for the Rangers, and Tony McKegney was one of the first. Did Roman Endor get a Roman Endor was mentioned? Wow, the great Roman Endor. How about a couple of guys in there that I forgot about? There were a couple of guys that I forgot <laughs> that I, that I forgot were black. <laughs> Sandy McCarthy, I I. I yeah, he's like half Indian, half. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I mean Native uh, American. I Nigel Dawes, uh, Anson Nigel Carter. Dawes. Uh, there was another one that kind of threw me. I, Emerson I, Edom. Emerson. Yeah, I thought it was funny that he got mentioned. I didn't know that. I I just said he that didn't he, get mentioned, but he I mean, was. He played, he played like four he, games. Not, right. Nine. It was like nine. I think um, he had more Instagram posts than uh, games played with the Rangers. Oh, uh, Jason Doig. Doig, doig. Did I say his name right? No, you said it right. Okay. I just thought it's just a doig. Doig. A doig. Wow. Well, yeah, that's good. They did that. That's pretty nice. You know. Jason Doig, 10 games as a New York Ranger. Wow. Do uh, Costa calling double E? Wow. Costa. Matt, that is some memory, man. Holy cow. I don't remember that. Wow. You could be a Costa historian. <laughs> I don't know what that. Uh, uh, yeah, Anthony Duclair was also mentioned. I, mean, I think they mentioned all. I don't think they forgot anybody. There was nobody I could think of that they forgot. But yeah, it was cool. I was just surprised. I mean, it was, you know, Tony McKegney doesn't get mentioned very often. I mean, he only played for the Rangers one year, but. Yes. Carl Haglin got traded to Anaheim for Emerson, Emerson Edom. Edom. Yes. McKegney played 64 games for the Rangers in the 86-87 season. 
29 goals. I liked him. Assists. I liked him. He was good. Do you remember and the then, night? Do you remember the night he took he took a, against the Caps where he took the slap shot and and blew Bob Mason's mask off his face? Yeah, I still yeah. remember that. I wonder if that's then uh, Hagelin stunk the joint up with Anaheim and then went to the Penguins and won two Stanley Cups. He's not work. It's so funny that you know before we move on, you know, like we've been doing this show so long, like Carl, Carl Hagelin's retired. We used to talk about these guys, like Brandon Dubinsky, retired. A lot of these guys we used to cover and do bits about, they're retired. They're gone. They're out of hockey. Pretty soon their sons will be playing. Um, so this Tampa game, what did you think when Tampa he decides to start quick in this game. What did you what was your first reaction? Just that he's going with the hot hand. Well, That's he cl- he claims this was planned. Igor said he or Igor told the press he knew he wasn't starting. Right. He said this was this was planned coming out of the All-Star break. They wanted to get him that that quick Knew he was going to play two games in a row. Now that what they're playing Chicago, so they're going to give, uh, you know, now they're going to give him the Chicago start, which is good. You know, I mean, you know, you, you know, if they can't beat Chicago, what's this going on here? Are oh, you going to show the Bob Mason thing? Yeah. It's all in the kit. A 60-foot blast by Tony McKegney knocks the helmet mask right off the head of Caps goalie Bob Mason. Whoa! That Dugay? I think it was 14, yeah. Dead on the- no, Dugay. Was that Dugay when he came back and was wearing 44? Rich oh, 44, Sutter- yeah. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, they, yeah. From Rich Sorry, Margaret. I thought we see Pat Hickey, but Pat Hickey was line. before this. Goalie Bob Froze is just ahead of Petri Skrico's reach. Frosty. Petri Skrico. Ballard brought a tiger on the ice to promote his football team. At Harold Ballard. Look. The Ticats won the Grey Cup, but that night against the Minnesota North Stars, Chris Katsopoulos put a pass right on the second. <laughs> <of Minnesota. laughs> I didn't even know that was on here. The first shot <laughs> by a goalie in three seasons. Let's get another look at that one. That night against the Minnesota North Stars, Chris Katsopoulos... Yo, big boy! Graham of Minnesota, the North Stars won. (laughs) I hate Ovechkin. You should play that Ovechkin rant. Minnesota North Stars, Chris Katsopoulos put a pass right (laughs) on the (laughs) second of Graham of Minnesota, the North Stars won. The first shot on goal by a goalie in three seasons came from Philadelphia's Ron Hexall on Hartford's Steve Weeks. (laughs) They went in. Hold on. Chris Katsopoulos, the Minnesota North Stars. Chris Katsopoulos put a pass <laughs> right on the stick of dirt grand in Minnesota. What the fuck was North that? <laughs> the first shot on goal by a goal. <laughs> Jerk off, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> hey, big boy, what are you drinking tonight, <laughs> big boy? I got my Jim Beam. Well, Klotz, I got my... I'm drinking my good old beer here, my frosty mug. It's funny. Yeah, all I did was go to YouTube and search Tony McKegney, Bob Mason, and that video came up, and uh, and it just said strange plays, 
and I just kind of fast-forwarded it through it to see if the McKegney play was in there. And I showed the McKegney play, and Chris Katsopoulos just happened to be right after it. I'm going to have to join that Facebook group and post that. Pat Hickey left in the Barry Beck trade. So yeah, the, the Rockies. All right. All right. Now, Pat Hickey, Pat Hickey, Deblois. Dean Turner, Lucine Deblois, uh, Hardy Ash. No, yeah, Hardy Ash. Was it Hardy Astrum? Was it Hardy Astrum? Did he go in that trade? I know he played for Colorado, but I don't know if that came the other way. Let's look it up. Let's go to the videotape. Let's go to the videotape. Uh, Traded by Colorado to the New York Rangers for a player to be named later. Future considerations, which was Bobby Crawford, Lucien Deblois, Pat Hickey, Mike McEwen, and Dean Turner. But Mike McEwen, not what are you about the defensive players? Yep. Mike McEwen was a good player. He was a good offensive defenseman. He had a long career. And and also another player that made his return under the Espo years, as did Lucien Deblois. Listen, he took care of his friends. Espo brought back all his buddies. All right. Let's Joe go. Tart. Yes. Your favorite. Oh, Jim. So Tart couldn't stop a ball with a, with a boat anchor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was. Couldn't stop Beach a ball with a boat anchor. That's what it was. <laughs> Okay, let's get let's get to the gripes, the 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 grievances. Uh, we got the, gripes. Oh, Mika's a manager. They want to hang this guy. What do you think, Jim? Give it to me. Well, look, I mean, I don't think the guy forgot how to score. I just, I just think he's struggling. He's 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 as 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 they like to say, he's going through it right now. My concern with Mika Zibinijad is that he'll score six goals against the Blackhawks tomorrow night, and everybody will think he's fixed. <laughs> no, I think with, with our crowd and the critical thinking crowd, Not he's going to have to put it together. <clears throat> and I don't – I, for some reason, I don't think this guy's lost it. He just really hasn't hit a, a stride where it's – like, I don't foresee it, this being a – I mean, I know we're getting a little late in the game here. The clock is ticking, but I can't see this persisting. It gets late <laughs> early, as Yogi uh, used yeah. to Yeah. I mean, Kreider, another guy who is just streaky. He's streaky. You got you to gotta live to the good time. The, and the best – the, the best Zabinijad has looked the last two games is when they've, is when they've stuck Panarin on the line with him, but – you know, we can't expect Artemi Panarin to fix everybody on this team. Artemi Panarin's got his own thing to do. I can't, you know, I, I can't have this guy running around being Oprah to everybody, fixing everybody's problems. He's not Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. I mean, you know, heal thyself. Break up the lovebirds. Just for a game at this point. Give, put a, a game. What? Panarin on that with them? No, I just break them up. Break them up. Make the second line the first line. Moves a bit of jet around. You know, just date other people. <laughs> date other people. Date other people. Let's have an open marriage on that first line. An well, open polyamory. Yes. All right. Uh, anything. Just, just shake them up a little bit. Get the two. Maybe you get both of them going. 
I mean, they're going to no play. It's going to be a short April, kids. If these if these two don't get going, a real short April. Well, we do we do, you know, we do depend on them for scoring. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Well, there are rumors that the Frankie the Rifle Vetrano may you may get your wish. He could join the Lovebirds. Well, okay. Also, Tarasenko, I believe, again, we're going back to the, uh, can't we go back to the good old days again? How about the songs Glenn Miller played? Songs that hit the hit parade. Gio old LaSalle ran great. <laughs> Those were the days. We'll go dancing in the dark, walking through the park and reminiscing. <laughs> LRB, right? Look, yes. Uh, well, I mean, it was probably a mistake to just let for Toronto walk in the first place. I mean, right. they, they found somebody that worked well with that line. Everybody's lamenting the loss of uh, of you know, Hall of Famer Pavel Buchnevich, and then they find somebody else that works with that line. They let him go too. So, cap hungs. Handstrung from the cap. Uh, well, I don't know. Now I think just, now we just saved uh, Cha Ching on Cheadle, right? Don Cheadle, yeah. Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle right? Saving a few. Yeah, we bucks. saved a little cashola. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. My problem is, my problem is, I don't know if one if one player solves the their problems. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to harp on problems when the, uh, for a team that's won three in a row, for a team that's in first place, right? But, but we all know this is a flawed roster, right? It's flawed. We know we see the flaws, right? I mean, I think a lot of credit goes to Laviolette because he's got them playing buttoned-up defense. The problem is, and they haven't scored a lot of goals in the last four or five games. I mean, they scored against Ottawa, but. Um, I like to see that they need because they don't have really any depth scoring. The third and fourth lines are not chipping in that much. What's going on with Kako? Why can't Kako play the first line right wing? I, I don't know. Is he I, that I, much of a downgrade from Blake Wheeler? Are we, are we that down on him that he is in the coach's I, eyes? He cannot play first line right wing. I don't know. I don't know. He must have he benched Kako a while back. Maybe. What is his problem, Kako? Kako was, I mean, that line, him and Cooley and, and uh, Broadway Brodzinski, they were they were good last night, but I don't know if that's a line. Is that a third line you towed into the playoffs? Playoffs? No. Is that a. One I mean, guy is. No, no, I can, you know what? Third line, Cooley. A third line center would be good. Would be good. A depth center. I don't think uh Adam Henrique. Johnny Johnny uh Rod Hockey is not the answer. Broadway Brodzinski? He Broadway Brodzinski <clears throat> is not an NHL player. Just not. I believe Matt Dumba is black as well. Uh, I believe he is. I don't know why that uh, stream of consciousness is still with me. 
Is that what they call a non? I don't think Matt Dumba sucks. I mean, I, I haven't watched him recently. He's always been pretty decent. Not that I'm too plugged into Minnesota Wild hockey. No, so Trevor Zegra, he's a. He's one of those flashy players we'd be disgusted with in a second. <clears throat> By the way, speaking of uh, low uh, bottom line forwards, the Rangers uh, bid farewell to Nick Benino. You know, Nick. Taking away one of our favorite sound clips before it ever got warmed up. Listen, he out, you know, he outlived his usefulness. The play was sagging in the few games. I mean, he helped. Thank you for your service. Maybe his last team out. Everybody's, oh, the Devils should pick him up. Oh, the, I don't know. Still would have offered him a deal to be the faceoff coach. Well, we got uh, Pekka. I, could it hurt to have two coaches teaching these guys faceoffs? Well, we got the resources. Speaking of which, have you heard this rumor? Uh, this rumor has uh, about Dolan. About the draft? Yeah. It's not true. It's already been refuted by the great dancer, Larry Brooks. Oh, Larry, by the way, hi. <laughs> right. Hi, Larry. Well, wasn't this reported by Darren Drager? Aren't these guys in Canada supposed to be? Uh... Oh, I don't know. Was it originally? All I know, I, I, didn't hear about it. I didn't even hear about it until Brooks was refuting it. Yeah, it was somebody from TSN reported that the Rangers aren't going to trade their number one pick because... Uh, the draft is being held in Vegas this year. James Dolan owns the Sphere. I think U2 is, has a residency there now or did. This big, uh, you know, the Hoy Ploy, as my uh, partner would say, they all congregate there for these high-priced events, and they're going to have the, the draft there. And because he doesn't want – he wants to have a draft pick for his organization to announce at his place – the Rangers are not going to be partying with a number one draft pick, which I think is so ridiculous. Be stupid. Look, here it is. Yeah, Drager said it yesterday. Michael DeSisio. There are here. some complications that might get in the way. Yeah, including their first-round pick in 2024, and you're right, the New York Rangers would like to add a forward. I'm told that they did make an offer on Elias Lindholm, formerly of the Calgary Flames, now the Vancouver Canucks, but that offer clearly wasn't accepted. James Dolan, the owner of the New York Rangers, wants to protect the 2024 first-round pick so that the Rangers can be part of the spotlight at the draft in the sphere because Dolan is also the owner of the sphere in Vegas doesn't mean that GM Chris Drury can't use another first round pick maybe in 2025 or acquire one but the Rangers want to be part of the spectacle in Vegas oh they're a spectacle all right <laughs> <laughs> well, I, got, I, I, I gotta be honest I, I like Drager and obviously he is tuned in but that makes that just makes no sense to me who fucking cares if the Rangers are in the spotlight at the Sphere in Las Vegas, it's not like they're gonna have the number one pick. You know how you get the spotlight? You win the fucking cup. That's you how host, you get the spotlight. And you host it at MSG, right? Right. I, 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 I'm not buying that. I don't know where Drager right, got buy, that from. Uh, you going with Larry on this? What's that? You going with Larry on this then? I'm just, I'm just. Uh, if Larry says it's. Uh, I don't know if I'm going, Larry. I'm just not buying the story. Why would he say it? 
I don't. Well, I mean, it listen, doesn't I make trust- sense. Not even in the world of James Dolan does this make sense. Does he really? I mean, he really think? I mean, come on, is he that stupid to really think that the Rangers with the twentieth pick in the first round will have the spotlight at the MS? It just seems so bizarre. Yeah, that, that is far fetched. It seems bizarre. I mean, if they were a How lottery bizarre. pick, if this were a really bad team. Not you know, not just mediocre bad, but really bad. Like and had a Charles lottery chance, right? And had a chance at a lottery pick. Maybe I could understand it a little more. I'd still think it was stupid, but I don't know. I could I could see if you wanted to make a spectacle trading the pick at the draft. Maybe I mean, who's gonna care? Who watches that fucking fakak the draft after the first ten people anyway? Right, right. After after pick 10, 99% of people who watch hockey have never heard of anybody picked after 10. Unless you grew up in their hometown. Oh, I know that guy. His father's my hardware salesman. His, well, aunt's, cousin, his aunt's cousin plows my driveway in December. I know that guy. Well, didn't Larry come out with an article a couple weeks ago about the Rangers trading draft picks and what about Coveting your draft picks. Remember, he was he was all up in arms that the fans wanted to trade picks for play. First of all, anybody we draft is going to stink. All right, like I said, I have no faith in well, anybody his, we draft. Yeah, his argument was that for years, uh, fans have said, you know, we got to develop the youth, and now they want to trade the draft picks. Speaking, well, we got three of forwards on this team under the age of thirty. So I, 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 I don't know where the rebuild went. I'm still well, wondering. Speaking of which, we're at our anniversary today. Oh yeah, that was today. Yeah, six years, right? Yeah, because I think we did a show the day of the letter. I think we, I think we went on the air, and I saw something about it come up on my, uh, in my memory. Now, everybody's poo pooing the letter. They're saying, "Oh, that rebuild didn't work on that whole thing." Well. It did. How did that go? Can you give me that one more time? Well, that didn't work. And now that, 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 that was the thing. The disaster. Whatever they are, these people. Everything's a bitch and a moan. Like, everything is so easy. First of all, they had the balls to send out a letter. Okay? Yeah. See? Six years ago today, we did a show for the letter. There you go. And I, and I posted... R.I.P. New York Rangers hockey as we know it. A new era is about to begin. A new era. Era. (laughs) E-R-R-O-R. This is the kind of comedy you can expect at a viewing party, by the way. Right. (laughs) Oh, here we go. I don't know. There's two coasters in this chat room tonight. Costa, you doing double duty on on both two comps? Anyway, uh, I mean, don't you think that letter, things are more complicated why that didn't end up in total. uh, Oh, he's commenting on Twitch and YouTube. Oh, that's what he's doing. That's all right. He's bolstering our Twitch viewership. Nice. I mean, let's, let's, yeah. One to two. First of all, they fired. JD and Gorton, the architects of this, what two years after? Right, uh, whatever, three yeah. years after. For the GM, everybody had to have. 
Yes. Why? Why did they fire them? Because Tom Wilson ragged Bavel Buknevich and Terry Pernarin. And immediately, we had to go out and get Ryan Reeves. Right. Who fought nobody. <laughs> so, I... I mean, we did suffer under Quinn. And I guess everybody suffers under David Quinn now. <laughs> the Sharks not doing too well, but he doesn't have a lot of horses over there. Anyway, I feel like there was a lot of extenuating circumstances. Uh, I, I, I still think I still think David Quinn gets a bum rap, but that's just me. Well, I mean, I, I'm I. I I concur with you on that. I mean, you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how any how any coach with a team full of nineteen year olds was supposed to succeed under those circumstances that they went through. But whatever, it's it's over and done with. I I think the core problem was the is in the development of these guys, the younger guys. Something happened along the way. I don't know, but. Well, it's in the past. It's dead and gone, as JD used to everybody, say. Everybody bypasses Hartford except for Brennan, Brennan, Brennan Othman. Yes, Panarin you know, disappeared a lot of times. He only had 90 points every season, Offley. He disappeared. It's his playoff performances that were have always been under scrutiny. Patrick Waz Isles are up one nothing on Tampa Bay. Fantastic. Um so I don't know. I don't want to. I'm looking forward. Uh, well, you know, and I'm looking forward to the future. <laughs> Alpha and Capo Caco were on eggshells under DQ, and now they're flourishing. Yes, yeah. he was holding them back. Yes. Well, stop it. Stop. Stop it. Stop. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's right, Alfie. I'm sorry. I, I jumped on you too. Back. I jumped on you too early. He was with Tucker Carlson and uh, yes. being uh, interviewed. Would Putin. only have twelve goals if David Quinn was still the coach. Look at Costa. Deserve no accounts for that. Uh, <laughs> for that, that comment. Right now, you need to jump out on Facebook, Costa. MySpace. Panda <laughs> <Get into> MySpace. <laughs> All right, what else are we covering here tonight? We got on the Mika. We have we hung him on the cross enough, or no? Where is he? I don't think we really hung him on the cross. I think we, you know, we're just. I mean, he'll have his time. The Rangers are still doing well. I mean, I, I'm getting a little perturbed with everybody sucks on this team. <laughs> the result is <coughs> otherwise. We're coming off with two wins against two good teams. Isn't this what? Two feel-good wins, as I've been calling them. Yeah. Feel-good wins. I mean, aren't we supposed to be uh, – I don't know. We always – oh, well, they beat San Jose. They're supposed to beat San Jose. Well, they beat Colorado and Tampa Bay. I mean, they've, beat, they've handled the Bruins pretty good this year, I thought. I mean, I mean, there's some teams out in the West that are super dangerous, but – Yeah, the, the West is loaded. Yeah, the West is loaded. The East is kind of, you know. The East is wide open. Yep. Which is the which is kind of the the flip side of, I don't know if one player fixes them, but maybe in the East, maybe it does. I don't know. But 
Well, I'll tell you, I, I, I'd sign up for Colorado Rangers Cup Finals, but boy, I, I, I sure would like a little more ammunition. Yeah, they got to make some moves. I mean, we all know this. This is not it's some secret. The Rangers need to make some moves. Mark Brown saying that Jed Ortmeyer and Tanner Glass are heads of player development. Oh, and, and what a fine job they're doing. Heck of a job, Brownie. They couldn't develop their own careers. Why are they in charge of other people's careers? You know what I'm saying? They never elevated their play unless it was for minor league or to fringe NHL. Or at least Tanner Glass could fight. Jed Ortmeyer, might as well. Here's something I didn't bring up last week. Now, I know you didn't watch any of this all-star <coughs> thing. Oh, couldn't couldn't be bothered. Who watched this, This the, the skills competition? Did anybody watch this besides me? I had a bone to pick with Nikita Kucherov. He didn't try in any event. I did see, I did see that. What do you think of that? Why? You had a chance to win money. I mean, what is These guys don't need money. These guys need with money. I know he makes nine million, but how about another million? Yeah. I care. He could have donated to charity. Give it to the Garden of Dreams. No, Eddie, give it to that. that give it to Eddie, Eddie's kids for the Labor Day telethon. Eddie, Eddie's kids. No, 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 no. Give it to uh, the Human Fund. Eddie hosting live from the uh, from, from the Sands in Las Vegas. I don't know. I mean, but he, I care. Because everybody, this is supposed to be like a, a dream come true for these players. They picked him. He made the top 12 or whatever. If you're a Lightning fan, you're probably rooting for him. And he goes out there and he acts like a lazy bum. And he, and he, and he half-asses it. I saw the video of that. I mean, he, Shit. I couldn't believe I'm watching it. And the, the, the fans are booing him. He's getting booed at the All-Star game. Good. What are the skills? Yeah. You spent That's your hard-earned money going right. to that jam. That's what you get. Uh, it's just, I, I think it's a Russian mentality. I really, oh. I think it is. <coughs> I don't want to, I don't want to go into the generalizations, but I've seen a lot of it. They, they, they're not, they think different from us. I don't know. They're thinking about the vodka. Maybe he was drunk. Thinking about Putin. Maybe Putin's got a Putin tax. If he wins, the police right. got to pay some money to Putin. That, you're representing your team out there. You're wearing the Tampa jersey and you're going out there and lollygag. And I'm sorry, this got my 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 cross, so to speak. What are you going? All right. I don't know. Speaking of Russians, that that Sergachev injury, boy, that was oh. You you know it's you know it's bad when when. I mean, the garden was quiet. I mean, oh, you, you could hear a pin drop. And usually, you know, it doesn't get like that very often for opposing Only the players. first 10 minutes of every game, if the Rangers don't score, it's like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was that was scary. Then they go to commercial. By the time the commercial was done, there were like five guys in suits on the ice. I'm like, who are all these guys in suits? <laughs> was it one of them the corridor or something? And the stretchers out on the ice. Oh, when they bring the stretcher, you know it's serious because most I mean, hockey they bring players, the stretcher that fast. Yeah, 
He was crying, man. Yeah. I don't. He must have been in such fucking pain. Remember when Sammy Blay got hurt that one time too? Yeah, and you heard him scream. Yeah, you could hear him scream. That's so awful. I mean, I don't have empathy for anybody, and I found empathy for that. Yeah, it was that was it was rough, and I think uh, I think I think it was Brett Anderson said in the chat earlier was a uh, fractured tibia, tib, tibia, 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 two, fibula? two fractures, two fractures. Close, didn't you break your tibia? Tibia, fibula, <laughs> Costa did it coming up, going down the stairs at a viewing party. No, he did it on a stool. <laughs> on a stool. <laughs> we had to take him out. No stretcher for him. No stretcher. Helen Yoon carried him down the stairs. Tibia, fibia. It's 1-1. One, one. <laughs> that lazy Russian Kucherov has scored. <laughs> yeah. For Tampa. So he was saving I mean, it for the Islander game. The guy's great. I mean, he's one of the best players in the league. That's why I'm like, I don't know, man. That Islanders three, five, and two in their last ten. Patrick Waugh's making the difference. Yes. You can't. I don't know. I don't. What do they say? You can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear. Sow's ear. Yeah, they are a sow's ear. Oh my god. They started the youth movement a couple weeks ago. They released Zach Parisi, and he got picked up. Yeah. So that. Who then wound up with, with Colorado, right? Right, yeah. Talk about hitting the lottery. Yeah. Right? Talk about hitting the lottery. Uh, Yeah, that, that was very disturbing to watch. And, hey, listen, Lafreniere. Doing a show. Made a nice check. You want to say hi? Say hi. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Are you Are you eating the soup I sent you? Yep. Okay. Chicken soup. It's good. All right. I'll call you after the after the show. Okay. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that's brutal. They didn't show the replay because it was so brutal. They showed it once, I think. Once, but they wouldn't yeah. show it they, between periods. They're like, we're not going to show it to you again. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I didn't need to see that more than once. No. I felt so bad for him because <laughs> and he gave a little wave to the Ranger fans. For uh, He did. Yeah. They gave, yeah. I, I, is, it, is it me? The older you get, the less you want to watch those injuries. You're right. Like when the Joe Theismann, I watched that back and I forth. I probably watched that a hundred times. Can they show it again? Show it again. Oh, my God. Yeah. Show it again. Now I don't want to say, I think because you get as you get more fragile, you get more fragile as you right. get older, and you, I don't want to see that shit. Now I think if I was watching a TV show and they said we're going to show you the Joe Theismann injury, I think I'd have to. I think I'd turn away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was brutal. But the Rangers, I think, played two uh, opponents, and they played what they would could I consider playoff type hockey. I mean, there was a little bit more room in the Colorado game, but that game, there wasn't a lot of room. And, you know, what did it? Hagel got the first goal. Hagel. Yes, Hagel scored their only goal. Rangers were 50 50 on faceoffs last night after dominating Colorado on faceoffs and dominating Ottawa on faceoffs. But huh. Tampa, I think Tampa is one of the top faceoff teams in the league. So. To come out 50-50 against them is not 
not shabby at all. I'm looking up something here I want to share with you guys. Uh, oh, this has uh, got to be a face-off percentage. This is not. Vinny Trocek is still 61.7% on face-offs. Mika Zabinajad is 51.3 on face-offs. Uh, I'm almost there. Blake Wheeler, 63% on face-offs. Blake Wheeler! Maybe he should be the third-line center. Who? Blake Wheeler? Blake Wheeler. I don't know. Blake Wheeler! <laughs> it always makes me laugh. Uh, let me just... Uh, I don't think I have the subscription for this. So I can't read... Did you guys see anything about the uh, most hated players? Oh, yeah, I got it here, I think. Oh, the the thing from The Athletic? Yes. The poll, the poll they did? Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, number one was not who you think it would be. And I haven't seen the guy who won number one. I haven't seen – I know he's been in the news recently with some suspensions and some – disciplinary action but what do you guys think was the is the number one hated player I, I when i saw it i was like uh keandre miller no i was <laughs> like uh i was like it's got to be brad marshawn there you go paul gaduzzi gets it nick cousins yeah it was nick cousins of the panthers I didn't want to say because I read the article. Oh, okay. And uh, I think Marshawn was second. Yeah, and, but the, the the article lost all credibility with me when it said that Wes McCauley is the best ref in the league. Oh, boy. He's the worst. So overrated. All flash. All flash? He's like Kerry Frazier? Justin Kerry Pierre, Frazier? Justin St. Pierre was wor- rated the worst ref in the game. And he is terrible, too. But Wes McCauley is so overrated. How about Shandar Alfonso as the lineman, or whatever his name was, Shandar the magician? <laughs> I don't know if he's still in the league, but uh, I don't know. If you let me, uh, let me, let me poll the people listening. Favorite you, road city to play in, by the way, obviously was Vegas, but New York was second. Least favorite was Tempe. Players just ripped that building, by the way, that college building that they're playing in. And we got a a yoga fan in here. uh, Boston was also ranked one of the worst, least favorite cities to play in. Unless you get a drink or fight or be involved in some racism. What's good for Boston anyway? (laughs) Best jersey in the league was the Chicago Blackhawks. All the original six were the top six jerseys in the league. Wow. <clears throat> Let me ask you, and I want to poll the, the people watching, the poop people uh, in the chat room. Feel free, if you're watching this, to scream at your phone uh, out loud. Who is your most hated player in the league right now? Who is the guy that gets you? Um, I mean, a me- lot of... Oof. 
Maybe from the range. Maybe we'll keep it within the Ranger. A guy you just hate when the when they play them. Is it Tom Wilson? Um, uh, he's boy, he's one of them. Uh, he might maybe, maybe. Brad Marchand, does he annoy you? Sydney, see, JG Peugeot is a good one, but Jonathan Marsh is so. <laughs> oh, god, thank god we don't play him. I never see him again. It'd be too soon. Or uh, how about uh, that other how about, guy? How about how about Joel Skinner? Jeff Skinner. Uh, Jeff Skinner. Excuse me, Jeff Skinner. Yeah, Jeff, he's another one. Was Joel Skinner? Was he a catcher for the Yankees? Yeah, he Where was. Where I got Joel Skinner from? <laughs> There's an old reference. Joel Which Skinner. Which took Matthew or Brady? Because Matthew made the uh, Brady. Joel Skinner, for, yes, former uh, former catcher, first baseman, I think. Sebastian Ajo, were you there uh, with me in Raleigh last year? Which one? Dustin Brown, oh, yes. Well, that Justin Richards guy, wasn't that? Justin Williams. Justin another guy Williams. killed the Rangers when it counted. How about Akira Schmid? <laughs> Akira Schmid. <laughs> Sebastian Ajo, he bothered – why does he – I feel like he's – Okay, Brett Pesci or Joe. I don't know which one. I don't know. We don't really play. How about on the the Islanders? I'm trying to think. There's a host of Islanders I don't like. A Brendan Gallagher is another one. Yeah, he's a little bit of cheap shot artist. Another guy, but another guy that kills us. Dougie Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess I hate all the Islanders and Devils. Oh, I hope hurt five. Yeah, that yeah, Matt Martin. Claude Giroux. Claude Giroux really has has really been a, a thorn in the Rangers' side when he was with Philadelphia. Talk about a face-off Maven. That guy is great on face-offs. Well, mail in your answers. <laughs> WOR TV. <laughs> Care of the Bill Chadwick show. Care of the Bill Chadwick show. <laughs> Uh, oh, Radko Gudas. There's another yeah, one. Yeah, there's another. That's that a good guy's one. That guy's a douchebag. That's a good one. That's yep. a good one, you rock trash. Oh, that Gio. I was down there in Raleigh with the girls with the Aho jerseys. Ahu? Uh, I never heard of this guy, Ahu. Uh, who is he? You don't know who he is. You don't know hockey. Uh,. All right. So I know I know the Rangers don't don't see him very much. Max Domi. I don't get it. Why don't yeah? Trent Fred, Frederick, he's another one of those assholes. Uh why do you think uh Max Domi? Just the face, the punchable face. Punchable, punchable face people. aspect to put you high on the list. Kyle Pozo, punchable face. Would you say Vinny Trocek has a punchable face? Oh, not to me. No, I mean, you know. No. No, not really. He's just that smiling, know. that uh, smiling, smiling, the big, the the big mustache. No, he's all right. I don't think so. All right. But he does get on the people's skin, though. Love it. Corey Pelly. If I were if I were looking at our team, 
and looking for a punchable face. And this is if I'm if I wasn't a Ranger fan, and you're saying who's got the most punchable face on the Rangers, I'd probably have to go with Truba. Really? There's something he's got like a smirk about him all the time that I could see if you didn't root for the Rangers where it would really irritate you. He's always got a look on his face that's kind of like half smirk, half smug. You know, there's a little arrogance to it. I I don't know how to, but yeah, I would probably, if I wasn't a Ranger fan, he would put, he would probably be high on the list. I think Trocek would get through with the smiling all the time. Like he'll be chirping and smiling. Right. So been a jet at B. Who is this long haired freak? I want to beat him up. What do you think you are? A DJ? And he'll say yes. As a matter of fact. As a matter of fact, I am a DJ. Uh, all that shit. I love Matt Barzell has scored. Money Maybe. can't buy happiness. That's right. Well, I guess that's all I got, Robin. I'm trying to think. I, I had one of the uh, think the uh, was on my mind, but it must be not that important. Uh, By the way, Winnipeg was voted the least favorite road city to play in. That Winnipeg, Winnipeg. Pat Foley did that bit. We're not going to Winnipeg, are we? Oh, <laughs> close down the streets at eight p.m. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying to think. No, I think that's after it. after on the uh, best jersey in the league vote, after the all the original six teams. By the way, the Rangers were third in favorite jersey. Uh, the Kraken were the favorite jersey of the non-original six. Wow, I don't really dig that one. You don't like Kraken jerseys? No, I don't like the teal and the whole thing. I love their their road jerseys. Their home jerseys are okay, but their road jersey, just the white, it's very clean looking. All right, I'll check that out. Oh, this is what I want to bring up. Now, we lost out on two guys that were being targeted by the Rangers, right? Yes. We lost out on the the great Sean Monaghan, right? And Paul Coffey. And Paul Coffey. And we also lost out on uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I home. I still remember when Paul Coffey was traded to uh, Pittsburgh, right? And somebody asked Phil Esposito if the Rangers had talked to Edmonton about trading for Paul Coffey, and Espo said yes, but Edmonton wanted too much. And I remember saying to a friend of mine who was a Rangers fan. How much is too much for Paul Cole? Like, what wouldn't you pay? Right. Really, the Rangers at the time. What would you not have paid for Paul Coffey? You could probably have, like, offensively, like the top three thir- three defensemen of all time. But, you know, I don't want to part with uh, Dave Silk, you know, or whatever. <laughs> I'm not giving up Deb Lois. Yeah. Mike Rogers cannot leave this team. Well, that's what I, I was going to address. Anyway. Don't you think the Rangers kind of dodged a bullet? By I felt like both those teams overpaid for those guys. Yeah, well, I mean, there's 
you know, early when you're when you're this far ahead of the trade deadline, you're you're tending to overpay. You know, you're you're hoping to at least I think the the thinking is you you try and wait as long as you can. You know, it's about pulling the trigger at the right time where you don't pay too much and you don't miss out on the guy you want. Say the Rangers stand pat. Don't do anything really. A distinct possibility. Okay, so that happens. How do you think this fan base is going to react? I think this fan base will react the same as it would if they overpaid for somebody. If they go out and get four players, unless it's unless it's McDavid, McKinnon, Matthews, Leon Draisaitl, and Nylander, this fan base will be unhappy no matter what they do. We overpaid for Vitrano, a fourth round pick in twenty twenty six. Don't they know how valuable that is? Yes. I had, I had Marcus Eisenberg on my list. Whatever. I just made up a name. But, you know. How could, how could they trade Anton Bleed? He's a 96 in my NHL game. He's going to get better. No, well, no. We don't want Neilander on our team. No, he's a diva. I don't give a shit. So let him wear a dress on the ice. Yeah, let him sing his... Who cares? His, yeah. He can sing an aria at center ice. I could give a shit. Right. A you want the perfect people in here? Look what the perfect people have brought us. <laughs> shit. 25 goals, 40 assists. We don't need that. Nah. Nah. He's a team. He might ask for green M&Ms only in the, in the locker room. He might want the crusts cut off his peanut butter and jelly. He's a diva. Meanwhile, we got to go through these retreads, Vitrano right. and Tarasenko. They already right. been here once. But I, I do think there would be improvement. Let's give I Johnny Brzezinski another 15 minutes a night. I don't know. The coach has got an infatuation with him. Shit. So that's the story, uh, Morning Glory, Morning Glory, for me. Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't got much else. Uh, I'm going to go pack for my weekend sojourn. Yeah, well, I, I hope you have a great time down there imbibing the libations. Looking forward to it. 70, uh, 72 degrees on Saturday in Conway, South Carolina. I think it's supposed to be warm this weekend, too. Here up bit, yeah, and then, and then snow. Not that, not that warm. Not that warm. Blackhawks tomorrow night, then home next week for Calgary, as Bernie Nichols referred to them. And the Montreal Canadiens next Thursday at the Garden. And then it's off to Giant Stadium for a game against the New York Islanders. Oh, boy. Then a couple Get your of, hot uh, chocolates. I hope anybody going to the game, please. Bundle Don't. <laughs> Don't. I do know one guy, he's, uh, he's going to be in a suite. I wonder how that's going to be. I just... I, Again, I just don't – the two – I think I'm in the one or two outdoor games, and I just couldn't see shit. I will um, enjoy it from the comfort of my couch. Thank you. Okay. All right, my friends, Ranger fans. I hope we bitched enough for you guys. Well, some of you. I know you You came into the show and, and, and thought that we would uh, come in and talk about Mika right away, but – there's a lot of things to go over. And listen, uh, look at the bright side. We're in first place in his division. That's right. 
And we beat two, you know, won three in a row, right? And two good teams. So come on. Six, three, and one in their last 10. Oh, look at she's putting this positive spin on it. I like it. So let, let's not to be too grouchy until they lose to Chicago. And then we'll be like, Igor stinks. Quick, she's thought to trade Igor. Oh, we got to think. Yeah. You're right, Paul. We effing love you. All right. Good night, everybody. All right. Thanks for everybody for being here. Podcast will be available tomorrow. Rangers tomorrow night in Chicago, 830. We love you. Eddie, always a pleasure. Great seeing you, Jim. Great talking to you. Same here. And And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to sign up for Patreon. Viewing party two weeks from Saturday. Get ready. Or be cutter. (laughs) Take care, everybody. Take care. Thanks again. Good night, everybody. Good night.